Good evening, Hampton Roads, North Carolina, and internet listeners everywhere. Welcome to this week's episode of Marriage and Family Clinic. You're listening to us on WGPL 1350 on your AM dial here in Hampton Roads. You're also listening at www.christianbroadcastingcompany.com on the internet. We're here to break down, discuss, and offer insight into the dynamics of marriage and family relationships. Our mission is to help restore, rebuild, and perfect your marriage and family relationships. Tonight, I want to discuss a subject that I believe to be a very useful one, a very helpful one, and that is the subject of boundaries, boundaries in relationships. A lot of our anxiety and turmoil, uh, in our relationships, marriage and otherwise, uh, is the lack of an understanding of how to set respect and enforce boundaries. Again, a lot of the anxiety, a lot of the turmoil in our relationships, be it your marriage relationship or, or friends or whatever the case may be, a lot of your pain and suffering in those relationships is a result of a lack of understanding of how to set respect and enforce boundaries. And any relationship that will last and be fruitful, that fulfilling, it must be founded on respect. All the parties in the relationship have to respect each other if the relationship will be mutually beneficial. And one of the surest signs of respect in a relationship is acknowledgement of the other person's right and respect for the other person's boundaries. If you really want to have a fruitful relationship, allow the person that you're in a relationship with to have boundaries. Respect those boundaries. Take note of those boundaries. Acknowledge those boundaries. Give them the dignity of boundaries. A boundary is an emotional or psychological or spiritual barrier even. could even be a spiritual thing, It's a, but it's a barrier that a person puts up that no one is free to cross without that person's permission. A boundary is a line that a person draws, and, and that line means this is who I am, and this is what I will and what I will not tolerate. The individual draws his or her boundaries based on their personal values or their personal principles, their personal likes and dislikes, their personal goals. That's how an individual determines what their boundaries will be. Boundaries tell us how far we can go or how close we can get. Boundaries are lines that tell us our limits and give us our restrictions. You know, you're living next door to a neighbor there, a property line is a boundary. And you're restricted from crossing that line onto someone else's property unless that someone else gives you permission. A boundary says, don't come over here. Because if you come over here without my permission, you will be trespassing. Traffic signs are perfect examples of boundaries. A speed limit sign is a boundary. It says don't travel faster than 55 miles per hour. Don't travel faster than 35 or 45 or 65 miles per hour, whatever the case may be. But a speed limit is a good example of a boundary. A one-way sign tells which direction to travel in. And if you travel the opposite direction of the one-way sign on a one-way street, then you're disrespecting the boundary. That sign is your boundary. It tells you your restriction. It tells you your limit. These are legal boundaries, but they're boundaries nonetheless. Rules are boundaries, 
in school, class starts at 8 a.m. And if you come in after that, you're tardy. And there's a consequence for that. You report for your job by 7.30, by 9, whatever time you report. You are there by that start time. And after that, you're late. You're going to have to make up for that one way or another. The Bible is a book of boundaries. The Ten Commandments are boundaries. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Don't make a graven image. Don't take the Lord's name in vain. Honor your father and your mother. Don't murder. Don't steal. Don't commit adultery. These are all boundaries, watch this, that tell us how far we can go with God and how far we are to go with each other. Yeah, that's what the Ten Commandments are all about. Those are boundaries that tell us how to be fruitful in our relationship with God and how to be fruitful in our relationship with each other. And where fruitfulness in your relationship with God, where boundaries with God is concerned, you know, that's one concept that the world just doesn't seem to respect, just doesn't seem to reverence. The world just doesn't seem to get it today. You cannot have a beneficial, worthwhile relationship with God without respecting his boundaries. You can't say that I know God and I believe in God. Knowing God and believing in God does you no good and does not exist if you do not have faith enough to respect his boundaries. Dr. Henry Clad, along with John Townsend, wrote the following. God enacts boundaries with his people to promote a loving relationship. He provides structures that teach people how to love and follow him. God gave the Ten Commandments for people's well-being. He uses boundaries to make life safe enough for us to return His love. God is the essence of love. God's boundaries are very clear between what He loves and what He cannot abide. For example, God loves righteousness and justice, His people and the world. At the same time, He sets boundaries on His love and actually hates certain things. I wish I could make it plainer, but this is plain enough. You cannot have a meaningful relationship with God without respecting his boundaries. And every relationship must be founded on respect. And the first place respect is demonstrated in the relationship is respect for each other's boundaries. There are public boundaries or boundaries that we respect when we're in groups. You don't talk during the movie in a theater. We shouldn't walk in church during the prayer or the scripture reading. Children shouldn't run in the grocery store or the mall or the department store. And so many more. There are so many more cultural norms or, or public norms, or norms for public decorum that become boundaries. We shouldn't cross those boundaries. We prevent chaos in our society. We respect the rights and the space of others in our society when we reverence or when we respect those public boundaries. And not only do we have public boundaries, but we also have personal boundaries. There are some things that we will and will not do. I will not lie. I will not cheat. I will not steal. I will not gossip. I will not skip out on a dinner ticket. I will not tolerate people speaking to me in disrespectful ways. 
on my job in my profession as an assistant inspector general, a lot of time I entertain phone calls and visits from people who are uh, emotionally distraught or irate or angry or something like that. And I can tolerate a whole lot. I know that I have to be patient with them. They need patience. Some of them are hurting really badly. But a boundary that I draw is that you will not curse me. You will not speak disrespectfully to me. That's a boundary. That's a line that I've drawn. That's a line that individuals are not free to cross without my permission. And I do not give them permission to do that. And as I said a few moments ago, the bedrock foundation of relationships is respect. And true respect for a person is giving them the dignity of having boundaries. You don't love a person. You don't respect a person. You don't truly care about a person. If you cannot say to that person, I give you room to choose your own boundaries. And if I'm going to be in this relationship with you, I will respect your boundaries. One of the easiest ways to say I love you to a person is to respect their boundaries. Likewise, disrespecting a person's boundaries surely says something other than I love you. Let me, let me, let me, let me say this again. No one can have a meaningful relationship with God and not respect his boundaries. And a good way to tell your wife, your husband, your children, your parents, your friends, a good way to tell anybody that you're in a relationship with, a good way to tell them that I love you, I care about you, I value this relationship, a good way to give them that message is to respect their boundaries. You can't get upset with a person because there are some things that they will do and will not do. They are individuals. They deserve to be able to choose their own boundaries without interference from anybody and without undue influence from anybody. They deserve to choose their own boundaries. Do you know one or two of those people who don't understand the concept of boundaries? They say anything that comes to mind. Anything that comes to their mind, the first thing that comes to their mind, they just blurt it out. Uh, uh, no sense of decorum, no respect for whom they're around. Uh, whatever comes to their mind, they just blurt it out. No sense of boundaries. They're loud, they're boisterous, they're obnoxious at times. No sense of boundaries. Or maybe you have one of those friends who just shows up at your house without calling or asking. They don't say, can I stop by? They just show up on the doorstep. They don't give you any warning. They don't set up a visitation date or anything like that. They just show up. They're riding around and, and, and out of a spontaneous moment, they just stop by your house and knock on the door. Hey, what are you doing? No sense of boundaries. Or you may have that friend or two or few who visit your house and just hips themselves to whatever's in the refrigerator. No sense of boundaries. Then there's the friend who always calls you to come over and give them a hand with something. I don't know if it's fixing something that's broke or setting something up or putting something together. Whatever the case may be, you may have that friend who always seems to call you to their house. Come over here and give me a hand with this. It may be late at night, maybe early in the morning, maybe afternoon. You may tell them even that, hey, I just got off work and I'm tired, but they will insist that you come on anyhow. They have no sense of boundaries. People, 
take advantage of your friendship. People take advantage of each other's friendship and love by not respecting boundaries. And nobody can disregard boundaries like family members. <laughs> family members are good for sticking their noses in your business. Family members are good for giving you advice. You didn't ask for it at all. Family members believe that just because we are family, I'm your brother, your sister, your cousin, your aunt, your uncle, just because we're family, they have a right and a privilege to get in your business. As a matter of fact, some family members just feel entitled to have a say-so in your life. Some parents will even make requests of you and just expect you to fulfill them just because they're the parent. You're the child. You're the son. You're the daughter. It's been the way all your life, all their, ever since they gave birth to you, whatever the case may be. And you just ought to fulfill their requests. Let alone you're grown with your own children now. may even have your own grandchildren now. But they just call on you. You know, one of the TV shows I really dislike is say yes to the dress. Because here's here's a bride-to-be who's trying to select a wedding dress and she allows these family members to come in and have a say-so. And she'll come out in a dress. She's all cheerful. She's smiling from ear to ear. She's all gleeful. She's happy. She's ready to go get married. She selected her dress. But then the family says, I don't like it. And then reluctantly, she'll take it off and change. Who are they to say we're entitled to a say-so in the dress that you wear? You can respect people only when you respect their boundaries. That's why I said in the beginning that a lot of our anxiety, turmoil, hurt, disappointment, and all kinds of negative feelings and experiences are the result of people not respecting boundaries. You're hurting because someone disrespects your boundaries. You're in a troubled relationship and you don't know how to handle it. But the truth of the matter is the person you're in the relationship with does not respect your boundaries. And some of us won't stand up to family members because we, 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 we don't want to hurt our family members. We don't want to lose the relationship. Some of us won't stand up to our mothers and fathers and enforce our boundaries because we don't want to damage the relationship. We don't want to hurt their feelings. And therein lies the source of anxiety, the source of our turmoil, and the source of our hurt. There is something that we need to take care of, but we don't take care of it because of fear. Boundaries. Hey, I want to pause right now and just let you know that you're listening to Marriage and Family Clinic. You're listening to us in Hampton Roads and WGPL 1350 on your AM dial. As always, I want to take a moment and reach out to you to send me some communication. Email me at cdhodges at hotmail.com. Let me know you're listening. You don't have to send me a book, but just send me a line or two or three. Let me know that you're listening. Let me know that I'm making sense. Let me know whether or not I'm wasting your time. Or send me a topic that you would like for me to discuss. Whatever you do, send me a communication. cdhodges at hotmail.com. Or look me up on Facebook, Bishop Carl Hodges or Bishop Hodges, and you can find replays of these on my podcast on iTunes. Look them up, Marriage and Family Clinic or Bishop Hodges, Bishop Carl Hodges. You can listen to us again there. This week, we're talking about boundaries and how important boundaries are. And I tell you right now, we're going to be going into another week of this because I believe there's 
a lot to discover here. There's a lot to discuss. So we're talking about the subject of boundaries. And I just told you a moment ago that a lot of the source or the source of our anxiety and much of the turmoil and hurt and disappointment and all kinds of other negative feelings in our relationships is the result of other people disrespecting our boundaries. And you're hurting and full of anxiety because you're not taking care of and not enforcing your boundaries. Now, I just finished a few weeks discussing abusive relationships. Well, here's how an abused person ends up in an abusive relationship. They don't enforce their boundaries. I told you what a boundary was. It was that line in the sand, that imaginary, that psychological, that emotional, that spiritual line in the sand, that emotional, that psychological, that spiritual wall, that barrier that you build up that says, this is who I am and this is how far I'm willing to go. This is what I'll tolerate. This is what I will not tolerate. And if you cross that line without my permission, you're disrespecting my boundary and you're trespassing. So how is it that people end up in abusive relationships? Here it is. They do not enforce their personal boundaries. Listen really good right here. <clears throat> Listen to me really good. You are more responsible for respecting your boundaries than the other person is. You are more responsible for making sure other people know where you stand than other people are responsible to know where you stand. Some people sulk and they whine, complain, moan and groan about how people take advantage of them, how people use them, how people disrespect them, how people walk over them. Some people even complain about how their family members always call on them for help, for money, for advice, for this, that or the other. In your family, you may be the person that everybody else calls just to vent, just to fuss or to gossip, even about other family members. Well, the truth of the matter is that dynamic exists and that dynamic continues and it is perpetuated simply because you don't enforce your boundaries or maybe you don't even have boundaries But whatever the case may be. This is your fault because you don't enforce your boundaries. You're more responsible for enforcing your boundaries than the other person is responsible for respecting your boundaries. Let me explain this a little bit more. Months ago, I dealt with the question from a person who complained that his family treats him like Superman. They always call him and they always have questions and they always want answers. Uh, 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 he answers all their questions. He solves all their problems. They give him their problems. He solves them. He fixes it. He always has a fix. They don't do for themselves like they should because they know they can call on him. And he called into a talk show, radio talk show, and asked the question, what do I do or, or, or what can I do? How do I tell them or, or how do I temper this behavior? How do I stop this behavior? How do I change this dynamic? How do I influence this phenomenon? They always call me. I'm the go-to guy. They think I'm Superman. Well, the first question you have to ask is where did they get that notion that you're Superman? Maybe it's the fact that this person always came through. And when you always come through, people are going to get to know you as the person who always comes through. And that's how they're going to begin to treat you. You have taught them that I'm the one who always comes through. So they're going to treat you and relate to you as the one who always comes through. But the real answer is this right here. He has to make up his mind 
He has to make up in his mind that he will enforce the boundaries that he set for himself. And if he hasn't set any boundaries, then he has to set some boundaries. He has to explain the boundaries and then he has to enforce the boundaries. You don't moan and groan about others not respecting your boundaries if you don't respect your boundaries yourself. And if you keep on doing things, if you're in a relationship with someone and you keep on doing things that you don't want to do, or you keep on yielding and acquiescing to them when you don't mean to yield and acquiesce to them, then you are disrespecting your boundaries. And if you disrespect your boundaries, you should have no notion that the other person will respect your boundaries. So if he wants the answer to how he breaks the Superman syndrome and how he breaks his family out of treating him like Superman, then let them know I'm not Superman. And here are some boundaries. Don't call me for money. Don't call me at this time. Don't call me at this day. If I say this, this is what you get, etc., etc. He's going to have to set some boundaries. He's going to have to explain his boundaries. And then he's going to have to enforce his boundaries. It won't take long at all before his family learns, oh, wow, he has boundaries. We can't treat him like we used to. Well, what do you mean respect your own boundaries? I'm glad you asked that question. I remind you of a few weeks ago in the discussion on uh, the nature of abusive relationships. I told you how I searched for a particular quote dealing with interpersonal relationships and I found all kinds of anecdotes dealing with how to treat people and, and how to be treated by people. I told you about these two quotes that really caught my attention and the first one was, people will treat you the way you let them. If you act like you have no boundaries, people will treat you like you have no boundaries. If you behave like you have no boundaries, people will treat you like you have no boundaries. If a person asks to borrow money from you and you always give it to them, they will continue to borrow money until you say that's enough. You never told them or let them know you had a boundary, so they never treated you like you had a boundary. Why? Because people will treat you the way that you let them. And that was a good quote. But then I stumbled on another quote that really captured my opinion and struck a serious internal chord with me. And it's this right here. You teach people how to treat you by what you allow, what you stop, and what you reinforce. You teach people how to treat you by what you allow, what you stop, and what you reinforce. That simply means this right here. Uh, uh, uh. It means this right here. I don't have scientific evidence to support this statement, and, and but I'm going to treat it like it's true. And this is what it means. We teach people how to treat us by what we allow, what we stop, and what we reinforce. In other words, we enforce our boundaries by what we allow, what we stop, and what we reinforce. If I have a boundary and consistently enforce that boundary, I'm teaching another person how to treat me. If I don't like you using certain language in my presence, but I allow you to use it, and I go home upset and angry, and take that anger out on someone else, 
then I'm disrespecting my own boundaries. So I cannot have a notion or an expectation that the other person will respect my boundaries. But if I don't like that type of language, or if I don't like you referring to me in certain words, certain tones, certain ways, and I tell you straight up, hey, I prefer you didn't do that. And I do that consistently. I make that objection consistently. Then I'm teaching the person I have a boundary. And you're crossing that boundary when you speak to me in those terms. We enforce our boundaries by what we allow, what we stop, and what we reinforce. It's easy to get angry and upset at another person for violating our space and disrespecting our boundaries. But I think the truth of the matter is this right here. When we get upset and angry at people for violating our boundaries and disrespecting our boundaries, we're really angry and upset with ourselves because for whatever reason, we were unable to or we just chose not to enforce the boundaries that we set. We didn't enforce our own boundaries. My wife and I always chuckle because we used to read a book of principles. It was, uh, uh, I think the name of the book was One Minute Devotional for Business Professionals. But we read in there, one of the uh, principles said, you can't complain about something that you let happen. You cannot complain about something that you let happen. And even when people come to you for advice or guidance, they want to talk to you about your problems. When they explain a problem to you, one of the questions that you ought to be sure to ask is, did you allow it? Are you allowing it? What can you do about it? Quit patting them on the back like everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be hunky-dory. Make people responsible for their own actions. Make people responsible. Hold them accountable for enforcing their own boundaries. Because you shouldn't complain about things that you allow to happen. Don't complain until you've done all that you can do to correct the negative behavior. Don't complain until you've done all that you can do to uh, enforce your boundary. And if you've done all that you can do to enforce your boundary and the other individual continues to disrespect your boundary, then you should have enough intelligence. You should never have enough heart and enough mind to understand that you're in a relationship with the wrong person, especially a friend. You're in a relationship with the wrong person. Now, if that's your husband or that's your wife, I would say something totally different. I don't have time to go into that right now. But if a person keeps continually disrespecting your boundaries, you really need to ask yourself, am I in a relationship with the right person? You should not complain about things that you allow to happen. Somehow or another, you have to lodge your objection. I don't know if you're going to jump up and down and holler and scream. I don't know if you're just going to walk away, ignore whatever the case may be. But you have to lodge your objection because simply put, you are responsible for enforcing your own boundaries. Listen, folks, boundaries are for our good. Boundaries protect us. Boundaries help protect us from hurt, from harm, from danger be it the road sign or be it individual boundaries, the boundaries that exist between people. Laws are boundaries that keep a society from going into chaos. Boundaries are good for us. 
And if there's a person who tells you that your boundaries are too rigid or your boundaries are too loose, if there's a person in your life who doesn't respect your boundaries, you need to seriously ask yourself, am I in a relationship with the right person? Or I need to limit this relationship or limit contact in this relationship. If it's a family member, you have to, you may have to limit contact. I can only see you or talk to you once a week or once a month or once a quarter or something like that. Boundaries ensure we all stay in our lane and that we're safest because we remain where we belong. Boundaries says to the person you're in relationship with, I respect you. And when people respect your boundaries, at the same time, they're saying, I respect you. Boundaries give us all the best shot at making sure a relationship remains mutually beneficial. If we respect one another's boundaries, we ensure that the relationship has the best chance at being mutually beneficial. Listen, I'm trying to tell you tonight that we've got to respect our boundaries. Now, I want you to join us next week because we're going to come back to boundaries. We need to talk about your children and boundaries. We need to talk more in depth about you and your boundaries. And we're definitely going to be talking about how to set and how to enforce boundaries. That's next week. Hey, again, you're listening to this week's episode of Marriage and Family Clinic. In Hampton Roads, you're listening to us on WGPL 1350 AM. And on the internet, you're listening at www.christianbroadcastingcompany.com. Find us here every week. Listen, reach out and communicate with us. Contact me at cdhodges at hotmail.com. Look me up on Facebook, Bishop Hodges. And we want to hear from you. Hey, I'm out of time. And I got to go, got to hurry out of here, but we got to go. And, and remember, you can't have peace without surrendering your life to the Prince of Peace. God bless you. We're out.